take notes and uh, to prepare your hearts and minds for what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. And I uh, want to remind you the word of the Lord for this month. It is the manifestation of supernatural favor. Uh, not going to minister on that, but I want to remind you of that so you can keep that in your heart and uh, keep it on your mouth. Uh, because what we're going to teach tonight, you'll be able to realize that and uh, receive from the goodness of God. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity uh, to train in the word of the Lord tonight. And we trust in you, Holy Spirit, to give us what we need uh, to be able to manifest the word of God on a daily basis. Thank you for revelation, knowledge, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and full comprehension. Thank you so much for your goodness and your mercy. Uh, thank you for watching over us keeping us, protecting us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I want to uh, continue ministering on faith. The last time we were with you, I believe, we talked about as a believer in Christ, you must maintain faith consciousness. Again, you must maintain faith consciousness uh, in your daily walk with the Lord. And then we father said to you, why? Because faith is the way of life. Faith is the way of life in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, uh, we operate uh, on faith principles. Uh, we operate on faith principles. Again, we operate on faith principles. I write that down, faith principles. And then we further said that it is the foundation on which we receive uh, all the promises of God. Uh, it is the foundation on which we, re we receive all the promises of God. Now, on last week, we took you through a series of, of scriptures. I'm going to go over those, but I'm, I'm just going to go over to you. I'm not going to read them. Uh, but Revelation, I mean, Romans chapter 1, verse 17, just in case you didn't get it, you went online last week. These are the uh, uh, scriptures that would keep us in faith consciousness. We gave you Romans chapter uh, 1, verse 17. We gave you Hebrew chapter 10, verse 38. We gave, gave you Galatians chapter 3, verse 11. And we gave you Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4. All those scriptures say the same thing. From the New Testament and the Old Testament, the just shall live by faith. The just you and I are the just, and the Bible said that we are to live by faith. Now, living by faith is simply living according to the word of God. Living by faith is simply living according to the word of God, believing what the word of God has said is true. Believing what the word of God has said is true. So, taking those words from God, and believing those words and then applying those words in your consciousness where you're able to speak out those words by faith, by faith. Uh, it's so important that we get this revelation and we understand that faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
Well, one way faith comes is that you take the word of God and you say it to or read it to yourself out loud over and over again. See, because faith comes by hearing. Another way is that you hear it on the tape or you're hearing it, you know, from your cell phone being read to you. Another way is uh, you are being preached or you hear the sermon concerning a promise you need for God to manifest in your life. But faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Of course, you know, we've been ministering on that as well. Now, I want to, uh, why is this so important? And I don't want you to get dull with the scriptures I'm giving to you because I really want you to be able to grasp them um, because no scripture is ever dull. It's how you see it. It's how you view it. All scripture is given uh, by God in inspiration. So inspired. So every script, every time you should read the scripture, it should give you an inspiration or should give you a revelation on something that God is saying. Now let's go to Hebrew. 11 verse 6 hebrew 11 verse 6 i want us to look at that for a moment hebrew 11 verse 6 and this is a very familiar scripture with us but don't let it be so familiar to where you don't understand and comprehend it and be blessed by it. now again uh this whole chapter deals with uh the what they call the hall of fame or the hall of faith, the people that have walked that faith. But I just want to look at verses, but without faith. Now, you and I got to comprehend this. Now, I, I don't want to just be another scripture. I want you to really comprehend what it's in. Now, listen, very close. For without faith, it is impossible to please him. But without faith, it's impossible to please God. Okay, let that sink in, sink, sink in your mind. And you just, well, you know, you tell yourself, well, you know, without faith, I can't please God. So it's imperative that I get faith in order to please God. Simple. Without faith, I can't please God. Why can I not please God uh, when I'm not operating in faith? Because I'm not operating according to his word. I'm not operating according to his word. See, his word gives us the faith to believe in God. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's how it comes. That's how we get it. But you have to see, now watch this. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Now that is just so powerful for us to get in our consciousness that it's imperative that I get a hold of that I can't please God outside of faith. Glory to God. Oh, again, I'm trying to stress this as best I can with the help of the Holy Spirit. It takes faith. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. It takes faith to please God. Well, then we read over here. Let's go, let's, let's go up to verse number, uh, uh, chapter 10, verse 38. Now, watch this because it's so important that you get a hold of this. And verse number 38, 1038. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw by, my soul will have no pleasure in him. So when we don't operate in faith, God has no pleasure in us. Now, you and I don't want to be on God's impleasurable list. No. So it's very important that you and I get a hold. Well, the, the Amplified said, but the just shall live by faith, my righteous servant, 
shall live by his conviction, respect the man's relationship to God and by divine things and holy, and holy fervor born of faith and conjoined with it if he draws back and shrinks in fear. Uh-oh. When you're not walking, listen to me very closely because it's so sick. When you're not walking in faith, you're simply walking by fear. When you're not walking by faith in the word of God, then you're walking by fear of words you have heard. Because faith will conquer fear. Faith will conquer fear. When you get the faith of God and the word of God, it will conquer all the words of fear you have heard. Glory be to God. Listen closely. Faith conquers fear. But then on the flip side, fear can conquer faith. It's ever depends on which one is the strongest. Well, whatever you hear the most and you consider it to be true is going to determine if it's fear or faith. So simple. The more you hear God's word, the more faith you got, the more stronger you are, the less word you the less word you hear, and the more word of trouble or anxiety, whatever it may be that you hear, well, you're gonna have faith for that. That's why the Bible says, take heed to what you hear, take ear how you hear, because your hearing determines how you respond to your faith. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's very simple, but yet, yet powerful. Because if we're walking by faith, as the Bible says, we will, we will have more what I call manifestations and demonstrations of the word of God in our lives. And it takes work. Work on your behalf to shut down everything that's against God. Hallelujah. See, okay, thank you, Lord. Let's go to First Corinthians. Let's see if I'm right. Let's see. I just saw a scripture. Uh, let's see, First Corinthians. Let's see. Uh, might be Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians ten. Second Corinthians ten. Let's go there for a moment, if you will. Yes, for the weapons, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, are the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having any readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. See, when you, when you, operate in the word of God, it, it reverts everything back to its normalcy. And you can turn uh, fear to faith. Amen. You can turn sadness to happiness. Praise God. Uh, and you can turn poverty to wealth. You can turn sickness to health with the word of God. Now, now notice this. Notice this. I, I, want, I want, to, want, want, want to pay close attention to this, ladies and gentlemen, because it has a lot to do with your faith. In verse 5 and Amplified, as much as we refute arguments and theorists reasoning, every pride and lofty thing that set itself up against the true knowledge of God. See, see, everything that set itself against the true knowledge of God, you have to pull down, pull down, pull down, pull down 
in your soul before it get rooted there and cause you to disbelieve the God you say you believe in. You got to pull down. I ain't believing that. God's word said this. I'm going to stick to it. I believe God's word more than I believe the word I heard. Whose report we going to believe? We're going to believe report of the Lord. So that's faith and operation. It's so important, ladies and gentlemen, that you're able to refute fear, doubt, unbelief, worry, anxiety with the word of God. That's the only thing that will settle that in your life. Now, again, strongholds, things that's telling you it ain't going to work, it ain't going to happen. You know how long it's been? Do you know what it is? All that stuff you need to shut down. That is fear, doubt, and unbelief talking to you. And you need to go to the scripture. And I'm giving you a scripture to go to. Go to go to Numbers 23. Let's go back over to Numbers 23. Let me give you that one. Blessed be his holy name forevermore. Now, let's go back over here. Now, go to Psalms 23, verse 19. Psalm 23. I mean, Numbers 23, excuse me. Psalms is good, but I want to go to Numbers 23. Numbers 23. Praise his wonderful name. Now, let's get a hold of this truth. Look at this. Psalm 23, 19. God is not a man. Here we go. God is not a man that he should lie. So, now. One reason I can hold fast to the word of God because I know for God to exist, he cannot lie. Well, <laughs> he cannot lie. If I mean, because if he starts lying, then he's no longer the God that he says he is. So this Bible tells me that God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Having not said, should he not do it? Watch this. Have he not said, or has he said, shall he not do it? Or has he spoken it? Shall he not make it good in your life? Ooh, praise God. Hallelujah. Now watch this. I'm going to read that identify because I want you to get a hold of this, ladies and gentlemen. Pay close attention now. God is not a man that he should tell or act a lie. But the Bible said Satan is the author of lies. He's the father of lies. Now, you got one father that cannot lie, and you got one father that's all he do is tell lies. Well, praise God, you got to go to the one that always tell the truth, because there is no truth in Satan. Remember that there's no truth to say. He is the father of lies. He is the originator of lies. Now, God is not a man that he should lie or I, neither the son of man that he should feel repentance or compunction for what he has promised as has he said and shall he not do it or has he spoken it and shall he not make it good this is the month this is the month of the manifestation of supernatural faith that's what he said that's what we should believe and that's what we should see in our lives it's up to you to believe it, to receive it. That's what I'm hearing in the spirit. It's up to you to believe it, to receive it. See, it's up to you to believe it, to receive it. 
Jesus told him a lot. According to your faith, be it unto you. Now, he can bring you the word all he wants. But until you receive and believe and accept that word, you're not going to receive. Now, I want you to pay another close attention to verse number 20. Listen to this. You see, I have received a commitment to bless Israel. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse or qualify it. Once God put his stamp of approval to bless you, nobody can reverse it but you. Well, how do I reverse it? Not believe it. Not believe in what he said. You're the only one. See, he can't, once he prophesied, once he decreed and claimed, he can't reverse it. Now it's up to you to receive it and believe it and manifest it in your life. I get that. So now, if that's true, he can't reverse it. But if he said to you, prophesied to you, it can't be reversed, then that means it can't ever be a lie because it can't ever be reversed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Receive it tonight. Get a hold of this and watch God manifest in your life in a real sure way. Now, let's move a little further. I'll tell you what, I don't preach myself happy. <laughs> Listen, class, you have to develop a faith. Excuse me. You have to develop a life of faith by studying the God of faith. <laughs> Listen, you have to develop a life of faith by studying the God of faith. Well, you know, he's a faith God. Everything he do, he do by faith. Everything God does, he does through faith and with faith. So if I study the God of faith, then I can operate in the same kind of faith. Somebody ought to say amen. Go to Romans. Go to Romans real quickly now. Go to Romans. Praise his wonderful name. Romans here. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12 here, ladies and gentlemen. Now we in training in the word of God now. Watch this. Watch this. And in, in the uh, King James Version, it says, For I say, though the grace given unto me, and every man that is among you not thinking himself more highly than you to think, but to think soberly according to the according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So God has dealt to you, God has dealt to me the measure of faith. Now, I determine if that measure increase or decrease. How? By how I study the God of faith. Well, how can I study the God of faith? Well, I study the one that represent him in a human life named Jesus Christ. See, he was operating in the God kind of faith. So when I study his life, I am studying the God of faith. What he did, how he did it, how he stood, how he spoke it, how he operated. Now, I'm studying 
So now when the spirit of God come upon you and say, speak, lay hands, or prophesy, or so, or whatever the case may be, you've already got an image in your mind how Jesus did it, and you follow in his footsteps and receive the same manifestation. Glory be to God. Because remember now, go to Galatians. Go to Galatians chapter chapter two. Go to Galatians chapter two now. Let's let's we we're going in and out of the scripture, but we have to Galatians chapter two and uh, uh, two twenty one. It says here in the Amplified version, "I have been crucified with Christ. In Him I I have shared His crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ the Messiah lives in me, and the life." Watch this class and the life I now live in the body, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. Well, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Well, the, the, the faith of the Son of God is the faith of God. So the same faith the Son of God is living by, and because the Son of God lives in me, I'm living by that same kind of faith, but I have to study it like he did. See, what people don't realize is that Jesus studied the word of God. He just didn't one day get up and start operating. No, 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 no. Watch this. Go to Luke. Go to Luke real quickly. Go to Luke 24. Go to Luke 24. I know I'm moving quick, but my time is working with me. Watch this. How could Jesus be so strong in faith and strong in the word? Well, and Luke 24, 44, it says here, and he said unto them, these are the words which I spit unto you while I was yet with you, that all these things must be fulfilled. Well, how, what? Jesus, all these things must be fulfilled, which was written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Well, how could he know those things concerning him if he didn't go to the word of God and study it? Well, we know he went to the, to the word of God because remember Luke, he opened the book and said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's known to me to preach God, to the poor, sent me here to broken heart of the recover the sight of the blind, set of living and abuse, and preach that this is the of the Lord. And he stood in the temple and he closed the book and sat out. Well, how did he know what it was? Because he studied. Jesus is not asking us to do anything he didn't do himself. He studied God, he studied the Father in order to flow with him in faith. You and I must study the Father and study Jesus in order to flow with him or function with him in faith. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just that simple. Now, you have to take time out of your busy day and educate yourself in faith to maintain a faith consciousness with God. Praise be unto God. Remember I told y'all the Lord had told me about uh, going and buying a boat. I wasn't thinking about a boat, wasn't looking for a boat. Praise God, I'm just doing what Jesus said do. I want you to know I'm picking up my boat on Monday. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Amen. Supernatural manifestation of his faith. So I'll be picking up a 2021 17-foot boat on Monday. Well, who did that? Jesus. 
He the one told me to go get it. When thinking about it, but oh, the testimony behind that boat is that a man had ordered it, uh, the boat, and uh, while he ordered the boat, it took three months for the boat to come in. Well, during the time the boat was supposed to come in, the man fell out of a tree. I'm not saying God knocked him out of a tree, but the man fell out of a tree, hurt himself, and decided he didn't want the boat. Now, we went to five different boat shops. Finally, we went to one where the Holy Ghost led us. Praise God. And the man said, it's something funny about this. The man ordered this three months ago and never picked it up. A brand new boat and the only one on the lot. And we ran, we ran around to at least five different, and it takes three to six months to get a boat right now. You have to order it, wait for it, for the, and God had a 2021 sitting right there at the price I want to pay. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Glory be to God. What I'm trying to say, the performance of faith manifestation. He loves us just that much. I want to encourage you. Stick with what he said. If he tell you, if he said it, if he if he witnessed to you and you got it, you better hold on to it. You gonna have all these things, the wind, the rain, all that stuff gonna try to discourage you, get you to disbelieve that God can. He just told you that once he said to you that he has to do it, that he cannot reverse it. Oh, hallelujah. He is a wonderful God. He's a magnificent God. And he loves you just that much for you to trust him and believe in him and adhere to his word. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. Faith is still the way of life. Faith is still the foundation by which we receive. You got to fight fear to maintain your faith. You're going to be challenged in every kind of way to disbelieve God can, God, and God will. But you have to be assured. Oh, let me give you one more scripture. I had closed my Bible. Let's go to Hebrew again. Faith come by here and here by the word of God, right? Let's go back. Let's go back over to hearing. Let's go back over to um, Hebrew chapter ten. Let's see. Yep, Hebrew chapter ten, verse twenty-three. I need to give you this again because it just came up on the screen of my heart. Let us hold fast. I want to encourage you tonight. Let us hold fast our profession of our faith without without wavering. I mean, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, for he is faithful that promise. Now, in the Amplified, it says, so let us cease and hold fast, retain without wavering the hope or the expectation we cherish and confess is our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is reliable, sure, and faithful to his word. Now, if you will be faithful to his word, like he like he needs you to be in faith, he's already faithful to his word to do what you need him to do according to his word. You stick with the word. You stick with the word now. Put that word in your mouth. Don't let anything else come out except for what you need to happen in your life. I challenge you tonight to not let faith fall apart. 
maintain your faith, maintain your consciousness. It's the foundation by which we receive all the promises of God are manifested through the faith that you have in God. Now, I share with you the word of God tonight. I want to encourage you to sow in faith because everything we do, we do in faith. Listen, you pray in faith, you praise in faith, you live by faith, you sow by faith, you receive by faith. <laughs> everything is by faith, praise God. So tonight, raise your faith with your seed, sow like you believe, expect the harvest and watch God do it. This uh, minister general gonna put it out there where you can sow your tithe, your offertory given, and your priestly seed into the man of God who's serving in your life, who teaches you the word of God. Bible said that you, as I minister to you, you're supposed to minister back to me. That's according to the scripture. But you have faith. You got to have faith to do that. <laughs> it's all faith, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. I encourage you tonight. Uh, we're going we to tonight. Next week, we'll, we'll get, I mean, next week, we'll get into about how to increase your faith. It's so important. Now, let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be in the hearts and minds of your people. Lord, to give them a booster shot uh, on faith. You are God of faith. Jesus is a person of faith. The Holy Spirit is, operates by faith. The, the angels operate by faith because the kingdom of God is a faith kingdom. Give them boldness. Give them courage. Give them tenacity. To receive all your promises, every word that you've spoken in our life, they would not let it go, but they will, they will buckle down on it. And God, I'm not letting it go until I see it in my life. God promised to secure your children, your husband, whatever the case may be, your job, increase, bonuses, whatever, home, cars, whatever it is. If he said it, he cannot reverse it. If you believe it, you can't receive it. And that's all I have to say tonight. We'll see you on Sunday morning. Come expecting a miracle from God. Blessings on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Love y'all.